This episode contains spoilers for The Last Housewife by Ashley Winstead and Beginner's Luck by Kate Claiborne. Hey y'all, Mallory here. I wanted to let you know before today's mini-sode gets into full swing, I do have a special treat for you where I interview my son Holden about the books that he's been writing. It's just about three minutes and then you'll get to hear Blair and I talk about what we've been reading. I hope you enjoy our conversation. Hi, and welcome to the Accidental Book Club. I'm Mallory, she's Blair, and we're two best friends who accidentally started a book club. This week's a mini episode. We're going to talk about our current reads and whatever else we want. All right, so today we are here talking to Holden. Hello, Holden. How are you? Good. You're good. All right. So we brought Holden on to the podcast because he is a self-published author at the age of nine. And when I told Holden that I was starting a podcast about books, he asked me if I would talk about his books on it. And I said, of course I would. So Holden, we brought you here today. Tell us about some of the books that you have written. So I've written a fruits book about a lot of different fruits that my parents have never heard of. How many kind of fruits? 93. 93 different fruits. That's cool. And there's probably some you've never heard of. All right. Awesome. Yeah, I bet there is. All right. Tell me about Ryder Gets a Girlfriend. So this book is about my, one of my grandma's dogs. He's a black dog. What inspired the story? What made you want to write? Does Ryder have a girlfriend in real life? No. No? What made you want to write that? I don't know. I just thought it would be cool. All right, Ryder Gets a Girlfriend. That's personally one of my favorites that you've written. Tell us about the alphabet book. This is your newest book. So this is a book about the alphabet. It's for little kids. It, like, has A for Z, so, like, A for avocado, B for butter. That's for people who are learning the alphabet? Mm Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay. All About Saturn, that was your first book, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So it was my first book. It's, like, facts about Saturn because I learned it in school. I learned a lot about Saturn when I read that one. And what book is coming soon that you're working on right now? It's a flag book about all the countries in the world of all the flags. Oh my gosh, how many countries in the world are there? 197. Wow. And do you have any favorite flags or any that are different that stick out to you? It's too hard. There's too many flags. There's too many flags. I don't think I can choose a favorite. Okay. Do you have a favorite book you've written so far? I really like my fruits book. You do? Yeah, that one is really good. Like I said earlier, my favorite is Writer Gets a Girlfriend. And I like the Saturn book a lot, too. What made you want to write books? So I can help people learn about stuff. Oh, that's really cool. Is it hard to write books? Mm, No. No? Does it take a lot of work, though? Yeah, it takes a long time. Yeah. But you've already written five, four, almost five, so you must really be putting the work in. What would you tell someone else who's like, I want to write a book, but I don't know how or I don't know if I can? What would you say to them? Well, I would say you can be whatever you want in life if you if you work hard and believe in yourself. Like, you can be whatever you want. Like, you can go be an astronaut. You can go be a firefighter. You can go be, like, a cleaner or you can go be like a waitress, whatever. You can be a book writer. If you want to be an author, you can be an author. I like it. 
All right, Holden, is there anything else that you would say to our listeners? That soon you, you'll be able to buy my books, like, online. That's right. We're and working like, on setting up a store for you right now. Yeah, and I'll be writing some more books. So right. I hope you guys like it. Peace out, guys. All right, Holden, thanks for joining us today. So, Blair, what have you been reading lately? I have been reading... What have I been reading? I brought my Kindle so I could tell you. Okay, so I just finished one audiobook that was like my first three star in a hot, hot minute because it made me so mad. It was Bad Girl Reputation by L. Kennedy. I liked the first one fine. I mean, it was it was fine. And it's the series about people in Avalon Bay, which is set in South Carolina, maybe North Carolina. Could have made up one of the Carolinas. Could have made it all up, to be honest with you. I don't think um, that's in South Carolina. I lived there for a while. <laughs> Unless I've just never heard of it. It's a pretend. A pretend town. Okay. I didn't know if that's what you were getting at. Yes, I was trying, lady. And there's like a college there that a lot of the rich people go to. It's a whole thing. And it's like townies versus rich people. And it got old really fast. That, in it's season. Southern. That's why I didn't like it. Is that what it is? Probably. It, <laughs> You're always talking shit not. on Southern literature. Well, it takes place in South Carolina. You can't get more Southern than that. Okay. It's just a small coastal town. So I don't know. It's East Coast. I don't know what part of... I don't know. It just, that, not the point. Anyway, I just was done. Like, three hours before the book fucking finished, I was done and ready for it to be done. And it still kept going. It took forever to read. And I also have one of my Thistle Grove Witches books. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, we have to go back. And I just want to make sure everybody realizes what a big deal it is that you gave it three stars because yes, um, if, if people haven't listened to our introductory episode where we talk about how the book club came to be, we also discuss our rating systems, which are very different. I give three stars all the time. If I liked a book perfectly fine, but I will never think about it again, I, it, it gets three stars. But you, you seem to feel like you were like, that was the meanest thing that you could do to that author was give her yes. three stars. <laughs> and I, I feel so bad. I feel so bad because that is their work. They worked hard on it. I hope. I don't feel like they did because it made me want to die. Like, I just quit fucking caring. I, I, I and it takes a lot for me to not care about something. Yeah, it does. A lot because I care does. about everything too much. Yes, too yes. much. And books live rent free in my mind for years and years and i just couldn't tell you the name of the people in the book that's how much i don't fucking care um (laughs) yeah so that was the one that finally wrapped up and then my thistle grove which is the third book in it called back in a spell it finally came in very excited about it is this a witchy book or a romantic or what both ish okay yeah it's like a witchy rom-com. It's not romanticy because it doesn't have the fantasy world building. Okay. But it has a pansexual lead character and a non-binary person that she's about to go on a date with. And of course, they're going to end up hitting it off and it's going to be wonderful. I really liked the first two. And so I'm really excited for this one. And I've been missing my witchy stuff. So glad that that's back. I just really enjoy books that aren't straight couples. Like, I love that there's starting to be more representation of different sexualities and and different 
gender identities and like it doesn't have to be the point of the book you know it like it should sometimes I feel like it shouldn't be the point of the book like let's just have books with gay love stories yeah yeah I have some Kindle books that I've been reading when I went on my binge of purchasing books from the authors. Like you can buy them directly from the author for a discounted price and then read them on Book Funnel is what I've been reading them on. This one is Emily Childs is the author. And the first three were set in Minnesota. And it's like a little like Romeo, a little ado about love, a little fool for you. They were I, I thoroughly enjoyed them. They were real cute. They were fast. There was no smut. It was all like almost like they were saving it for marriage, (coughs) which I don't understand. Like, what are you saving? Uh, But they didn't like come out and talk about that. You know, like it wasn't like a thing. It just didn't have any romance except the kissing and like the general air of like these people were in love with each other. There was no there were some third act breakups, but it wasn't like some of ours that were like, what the fuck? Why? Yeah. And... I've got like six of hers that I'm working my way through. And then I've got some more authors that I'm doing. So that's been fun. I really enjoyed those. It's nice to just have something that's like, oh, this is going to suck me in and it's mindless and it doesn't wreck my soul like a lot of our other books that we read do. Yes. Yeah. So tell me how you've been, what you've been, tell me about your books as I stutter my way through it. I have been reading, my reading habits have changed a bit over the last few months. So I've talked a little bit, I think on the pod, maybe about how I haven't been listening to as many audiobooks. And part of it is just because I got sucked into my favorite murder. And I feel like I need to listen to all of the podcast episodes before I move on, which is ridiculous because there's like 600 of them. And part of it is just that I can't focus on anything. And so I was having a hard time like going in and out of books. I felt like I would take my dogs for a walk and I would start listening to my audiobook in the middle. And I'd be like, I don't, I'm not, I forgot to pay attention or like, so my attention span has just not been there for audiobooks. But I have started reading lighter stuff on my Kindle over the last few weeks, which has helped. So I finished a nonfiction book. It was like the middle of the night and I couldn't sleep. And so I was like, I need just like something easy. Like, no, I stand corrected. Let me back up for just a second. I finished a nonfiction book and then I decided I was going to read a thriller. And this book is called The Last Housewife by Ashley Winstead. And it has, it looks like the cover is like someone sewing or something like it look. So I was like, well, this will just be like a fun little, you know, no, this fucking book, there was so much like abuse. It was like a sex cult and they were like handmaids tailing all these women it's the middle of the night and I'm reading this book and I'm like Mallory why like stop stop reading like why are you reading it but I can't not finish books so I finished it but I have no idea why it was horrible it was scarring if you want to read something really dark read The Last Housewife but I'm not actually recommending this is the first it. time you've mentioned this to me and we talk <sighs> literally nonstop. yeah yeah no it was it was rough I knew it wouldn't be anything that you would want to read and I've <laughs> Like, first of all, I don't really care for cults anyway. Like, I know some people are really fascinated by cults. I always skip the cult episodes of true crime podcasts because to me, they're all the same. It's all like, you know, they have these methods that they use to break you down and get you to join their cult. And it's boring. Like, it's always about power. And so it's just, it seems like the same story to me every time. But this one was like, police were in on it. And the uh, college president was in on it. And like, and it was, it was sick. Oh, so, I'm th- 
So after I finished that one, I was like, dear God, I need something light. So I found this book by Kate Claiborne was recommended on the Modern Mrs. Darcy blog, which is where I get a lot of my book recommendations, the ones I don't get from you. And Kate Claiborne, none of her books were in audio. That's something I would normally listen to in audio because it's just fun romance. And this one is called Beginner's Luck. And I think it's the first of a series. And it starts off with these three friends who win the lottery and they decide not to tell anybody. And I thought that the book was going to be about what they do with their lottery winnings or like how their lives change or whatever. No, it like is just like a little background detail that they won the lottery. And it's actually about a scientist who the love interest is trying to recruit her to go corporate and she doesn't want to sell out because she believes in her science or whatever. And then they end up falling for each other, but she lives in not Texas and he lives in Texas. (laughs) Montana, Indiana, somewhere boring is where she lives. And it pissed me off because she thought he did something to ruin her job prospects or whatever and she got mad and wouldn't talk to him anymore and guess what it wasn't him and if she would have just had a conversation and said did you fuck up my job prospects he would have said no I didn't and then they kind of moved on but no it had to be all dragged out because they wouldn't fucking talk to each other but he did end up moving to be with her which is what I wanted to happen so it had a happy ending but I don't know. I'm wondering if the next, if like the series continues with like her two, fr- like the next one is her other friend that won the lottery, etc. So we'll see. It reminded me of some of the Allie Hazelwood books that we've been reading because it was like just really focused on like the STEM and her career and all of that. So um, mm. it was refreshing that she wasn't like, you know, in publishing or whatever, like the stereotypical thing, but. There is another book by Kate Claiborne, I think it's called Love Lettering, that was even more highly recommended than that one. So I think I will try another book by that author, but I don't think I will continue that series. Okay. And then uh, my hold came in for Emily Henry's Happy Place, which Mm. I think I've been uh, like, didn't you read it over the summer? And I told you I was like 500 in line or something ridiculous. Yeah, I told you to fucking buy it and you didn't. And now I'm reading it. So it is, I told you this the other day, but it it does not feel like her other books. And I'm already annoyed with with a lot of the characters. So we'll see how this one goes. I'm so excited. You're going to be so mad. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) I know. There's so many others of Emily Henry's that I love. Like, I want to love this one like I did. It was Book Lovers and the Vacation one. Yeah, People We Meet on Vacation. Yes, I really liked that one. Yeah. Those were good. And this is good. It's just different. Like the tone is different. It The feel of it's different. It feels much darker than the others. And the others had some tough shit that they dealt with. But this one, so excited for you. So excited. All right. Well, I'm only 24% of the way in. So maybe we'll talk more about it in another mini episode. Did so. you uh, reach your Goodreads challenge goal for 2023? Technically, I did. Yes. How about you? Yeah. I think you blew me out of the water. What was your final tally? Uh, 130. Get it, lady. Wait, hang on. Let me see. I don't know how to see your 22. Oh, 129. Sorry. I read 102. And that's with, like I said, dropping off towards the end of the year because I was listening Mm -hmm. to too many podcasts. So, yeah. 
So I set another goal for 100 again this year. I think I will be able to surpass that if I can get back on my uh, audio book game. What's your goal for 2024? I set 100 as well. I didn't want to go too crazy. Yeah, just a nice round number. Yeah, I want. I was tempted to like increase it, but because you know you're like I'm gonna do better than last year. But then I was thinking about I was looking through my journal and I saw that in 2022 I set like two pages worth of goals for myself. And my therapist was like, "Well, no wonder you didn't meet any of those goals. Why did you set so many fucking goals?" And I was like, "I mean, yeah, I I understand. Thanks, thanks so much." And then <laughs> last year. I don't think I wrote down anything. So like I just went full opposite direction. Why? So this year I'm going to keep that goal of, and I think I made it a hundred books like in the middle of the year when you and I started talking about what, when you asked me what's your goal. And I was like, I don't know, like 20. Yeah. And then we realized that it I should probably increase it. Cause that's ridiculous. I read 20, like in that first month that we talked about it. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to keep it the same. Because I don't feel like we have to beat what we did the previous year. I can just enjoy the books and try to make that goal every year. Just make it 100. Yeah, I'm happy with 100. I want to clarify because I was an English teacher. And so some of the teachers I worked with have very strong opinions about whether audiobooks count as reading. And they do. Absolutely. And it's bullshit if you think they don't. And I told those teachers that. But there was one teacher that was talking about like, I don't understand how people read 100 or more books a year. Like you can't be taking in any of that information or remembering. She was talking about some TikToker that some book talker, I guess is what we call it. I'm old and not on TikTok. Blair does all that. And I just want to clarify. And I think we are similar in this. First of all, I listen to my books on 1.5 speed. Sometimes mm-hmm. if it's too slow, I'll go even faster. And most audiobooks are like eight hours, like average, you know, some are 10, 12 or 14 or whatever. So we can listen to an audiobook in a weekend, very, like very easily. Yeah. And I just want to like spell that out for people who are like, how are you reading so much? And yeah, because some people read books that like the physical book of that in a weekend. So why are you saying I can't listen to it in a weekend? You do the fucking same when you binge the physical book. I just don't understand like why they feel like it are you saying blind people don't read when they listen to audiobooks like what i i just feel like there's some gatekeeping going on and so i just want to let people know we are actually reading these books we're remembering parts of them (laughs) you more than me i would like to just throw out if anybody has any recommendations for how to journal about your books or keep track of what they're about i've tried keeping it in my bullet journal where I just like jot stuff down. I've tried keeping a whole separate notebook where I write about books I read. And I've tried keeping like a Google doc where I just like, you know, just a quick summary. That way, if I recommend it to somebody, I can go back and look and see what it was actually about. But I can't ever actually keep up with any of those record keeping strategies. So I like that request. Yeah. So if anybody has any ideas, let me know. Because I would like to be able to reference and and like connect books better and like just just have a record of whatever because I will go back through my Goodreads list and be like what was that book about I don't remember a single thing about it and I know you know I try to talk to you about some of them and you're like I have no idea and I'm like god damn it what is the point of you telling me to read this if you don't remember a fucking thing from it (laughs) how the fuck am I supposed to talk about it I'll just tell you what happened as I rant to you in these voice memos 
they're still fun to listen to, even if I don't remember. <laughs> so I was telling you the other day, you, you were looking at my to-be-read list on Goodreads yeah. because we're going to be doing a drawing from our TBRs to pick our next book club book. And you were like, oh my God, why is your TBR so big? Because it's like, what, 1,200 books it's so something much. ridiculous? It's so much. Jesus. It is 1,966 books on my want-to-read list. But one of the, the other night when I couldn't sleep, I was looking at my reading challenges and I did my first Goodreads reading challenge in 2011. So I've been using it for 13 years now. That's crazy. 12, including this Cray, year. Cray. And that year I read 30 books uh, of my goal of 30 and I've slowly worked my way up. My highest yeah. year was 2022. I read 134 books. This is how many books you have on your TBR. I made it to F's of the author's <laughs> last name on yours. And I was like, fuck this shit. I got to the W's on mine. Well, like when I taught, anytime a student would talk to me about a book or recommend it to me, I would just immediately whip out my phone and add it to my TBR. Sometimes mm -hmm. because I actually wanted to read it and sometimes just like as a show of good faith that I was listening to them and like as a way to show that I took their opinion seriously. Yeah. And then like the Modern Mrs. Darcy blog, she also has a podcast called What Should I Read Next? I get a lot of recommendations from there and I'll just add them all. And then like NPR will put out a list like at the end of every year, like our staff's favorite picks. And I'll just go through those lists and like, oh, that one looks good. And I'll just add tons of books because mm -hmm. they're popular or whatever. So I don't discriminate with my TBR. No, you don't. I, I do. On yours. I go back through my TBR and want to read shit from it. I mean, and I do too. How many are on yours? Uh, let's see. I go look. Uh, 200. Okay. But how long have you been using Goodreads? I don't even know how to figure that out. How do I, I, I? The only way I did it was for my reading challenge. I have no idea. Past challenges? Uh, like, I think I started using it in 2020 according to past challenges. Okay. But I didn't, if I use it, I didn't know that there was challenges. You know that Goodreads just stresses me out sometimes. Why? I don't know. Because it doesn't sort the way I want it to on the app. And I don't always have time to get on my computer for it. Okay. So anyway, is there anything else you want to share in this mini episode where we ramble and show people how our narrow spicy brains work? <laughs> no, I think I've rambled about my, my TBR long enough. What? I just love you. You're just, you're my best friend. I love you. <laughs> love looking I love at you face. too. I love you too. Love looking at your face. I was just scrolling through Goodreads, seeing if anything else caught my eye that I wanted to mention, but yep. it's not going to be a mini episode if I keep going much longer. So exactly. All right. If you want to get in touch with us, we are on the socials. Our emails, accidental book club podcast at gmail.com. Our Tiki Talks is the Accidental Book Club. Our Instagram is Accidental Book Club Podcast. Maybe I will commit to making these all the fucking same. And our domain name is accidentalbookclub.com. Yes, it is. And hey, send those suggestions for how you keep track of the books you read. Not not just like writing down a list. How do you keep track of what actually happened in these books? Next week, we're going to read The Wedding Date by Jasmine Guillory. Yes. All right. So we will be back next time with a regular full-size episode. Make sure you read the book so you know what's going on because we will yeah. absolutely spoil it for you. Don't read bad books. Or if you do, write about them with your best friend.
I just love you. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs>